0: Across this land, reports of the unexplained are documented sightings of the supernatural witness and horrors of the unknown experienced and told from the smallest of town to the biggest, of cities. urban legends and bogeyman. Occupy the shadows of our minds and surroundings from the East Coast to the West Coast. Beasts and monsters of folklore claim their territory on the back roads of rural America and the isolated trails of Appalachia. I'm Evil Nate, an independent professional wrestler, and I travel these roads across the country that are occupied by these tales of superstition and ghosts of a violent history. Inside the ring and outside the ring, I'm wrestling with the abnormal and the paranormal. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling with the Abnormal. And the paranormal. Oh, that's Black Dahlia, reverse thong and all.
1: You know me, I'm just masturbating and clapping my cheeks everywhere I go.
0: (laughs) clapping them and slapping them as she always says
1: no but seriously someone left a comment on my thing uh saying my electric bill is uh so high because i have to charge
0: all those vibrators
1: and but they used the word um body wand or something and i literally had to google it i'm so dumb i literally (laughs) had to google it and all these sex toys popped up and like Adam and Eve and yeah, like yeah. all these things popped up and it's like people really think I'm a sexual deviant bitch. And it's like you guys do not know me at all. Like
0: they don't, but that's the two things that make the world go brown is sex and money.
1: That's so gross.
0: That's all that's on people's minds. So
1: Well no, really, really before we get into it, that is true, guys. This is also wrestling is related. So I went to a certain school uh and one of the girls there's like yeah so like uh all the I late, I listed ranked everyone a 1 to a 10 on fuckable or attractiveness and I was like what the fuck you have a husband uh-huh. and I was like what yeah. and I was like ma'am I'm here to wrestle like sex is the furthest thing on my mind when I am wrestling at school uh, uh or whether I'm at school just learning or just training as a wrestler or at a wrestling show I do not worry about getting my fuck on and people like you educated me on this people really think about sex all the time and and nothing wrong with that but if I'm not in a sexual situation then that I shouldn't be interpreted in a sexual manner so to speak so I just wanted to add that into it, because you mentioned thong, and I'm like, yeah. no, people think I'm a sexual person, yeah, yeah. and to be fair, the Black Dahlia, which is not a real person, but the Black Dahlia is a sexual person. The Black Dahlia is a very deviant uh, creature, per, per se, like, she's, she's bisexual, she will do anything to win, she will go after any man or woman, like, I really, truly adore her sexuality, but that's not me i'm not masturbating all the time guys and especially at wrestling i do not care about who's dating who who's with who and it seems like that's all people do is get their fuck on in wrestling and it's really gross
0: uh it's not just in wrestling it's just all over and that's just what makes the world go round with her
1: oh that's true no you're right but also just uh you know i don't slut shame like get your fuck on date whoever you want do whatever you want it's just when you're doing it in a political manner, like, oh, I'm going to be with this person and get booked, or I'm going to be with this person, this person, this person, and just, oh, my God, I'm so popular and stuff. Like, it just gets obnoxious, guy or girl.
0: Yeah, I completely understand that. It's just uh, it's just part of it, and, <clears throat> you know, the sooner we can accept that in life, it's easier to navigate around that and just you know get what we want to get and do what we want to do yes put
1: sex aside and you grow beautiful friendships like guys that say that they cannot be friends with a girl without wanting to fuck her they're predators that's disgusting you can be friends with opposite sex without involving a sexual relationship um and yeah if you put aside like you said sex then a lot of people can grow in a business grow in a career and grow as people and really connect with people on a yeah. friendship level and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. So that's uh, the Dahlia's little tidbit of information for you all about yeah. about sex and
1: all. No, about the wrestling community. Like, one, that I'm not this deviant hussy, but also, too, um, yeah, for those of you that are Marks listening in, fans listening in, or just fellow wrestlers, yeah, the wrestling community, everyone's pretty naughty,
0: yeah they are but that is what it is you know i'll say it. i've said it before i'll say it again i didn't get into wrestling to uh find a girlfriend let alone to uh become friends with anybody i got plenty of friends and i'm not gonna date somebody in the business because it's not what i'm looking for but <laughs> with that being said
1: i agree i second that notion because once you mix both worlds then things get very very complicated
0: hell yeah so as you guys know um, if you've listened to the last couple episodes And then the reason we went on a little hiatus For like, uh, I think it was like two months Is we're just getting things together And getting things ready and situated um, I'd even calm down on my wrestling bookings at that point And those are picking up now uh, I got a lot of stuff coming up in the fall Which is really exciting And so does Black Dahlia. She's got something really cool coming up I think in August But you know we'll talk about that when the time comes So the main thing is we made a big move to indianapolis indiana
1: because we just love the city so much uh (laughs)
0: hey no so (laughs) uh,
1: it's trash guys our electric bill is literally like 300 dollars. like tell me how insane that is that's unheard of
0: it's pretty wild so when we got up here um and we started running i think this is our episode four i think of the what i'm calling season two and that's what it's labeled as on uh uh, the actual On Anchor and on the podcast Episodes like the all the other episodes Are from season 1, this is season 2 So <clears throat> When we got up here and we started rolling with things And the things that we talked about Like last week's episode we talked about Spearfinger And the Bell Witch which was really fun You know uh, I think our episode back we talked about Ed Gein, a little bit about the Wendigo And Skinwalkers And I can't remember what the other episode was But you know whatever uh, so I always try to do things that kind of will go together when it comes to these episodes. And, you know, it's a surprise to Dahlia when I do them and stuff. And
1: Yeah, I legit never know what he's going to be speaking about. That's why I do my little tidbit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever you trigger, I, I don't know if it's my ADHD. I don't know if it's my, I don't want to call it my dyslexia, obviously. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but I just throw it. All this is a one-take We never, like, we do one take, and then we never redo them. We never edit them. No. And also, I never know what he's going to talk about, and it's always a surprise to me. And then whenever you say something that triggers a memory of mine, I just add my little tidbit, like, my... which I like. Which I I I added, you know, like, about the vibrator thing, because you just reminded me of that. But then also, you talking about Indiana of Indianapolis, which is going to be the subject of today, reminds me of, guys, do you want to hear about the cult? I... Was thrown into working for that could be a story time uh, sometime soon. But yeah, just um, let us know. I out. basically was surrounded by, I don't want to call them Nazis, but I was surrounded by right winged Christian. Call I would call them a mob. Didn't we call them like
0: a mafia? Yeah, I, I just call them fake. I mean,
1: fake. It was. Yeah, it, it was a very scary situation up in Indianapolis, and thankfully I have stepped away from that situation. But. The craziest shit happens to me. It genuinely does. that's
0: just, you know, that's just life and uh, that's just how things go. And I I try to enjoy it no matter how crazy it is. So we live in Indianapolis, Indiana. And when I started doing research for this episode, I was like, okay, I want to check out what type of cryptids are located near us or serial killers. And now I found really two cool cryptids that we're going to be discussing and one really interesting serial killer and as a matter of fact where you and i live at we're like 30 minutes away from the serial killer's stomping grounds it still exists before we start this story i just want to point out that the dahlia is sipping on a white claw right now
1: shut up don't expose me <laughs>
0: Tell them about your experience with this.
1: I'm going to insult a lot of people right now. because Who cares? Okay, I wanted to be a basic bitch, all right? Brittany and Tiffany told me about these white claws, and I was like, yeah, sure. No, really, I don't I don't know anyone named Brittany or Tiffany. But, okay, so, guys, I wanted to be a basic bitch and be like, oh, yeah, this would be a cute for, like, a photo. I never drink alcohol, so yeah, I, I'm don't. just like, I'm genuinely not one of those bitches, so... I was like, okay, well, everyone talks about these white claws, and <laughs> when I tell you it tastes like I'm licking an asshole, it tastes like I'm licking like an ass. Like she
0: has licked she, a lot of asses. I mean, I
1: have experience when I'm going, oh, uh, booty cheeks. Yeah, clapping cheeks
0: on her cheeks. Actually, that's
1: fucking disgusting. No, it, it, like I imagine this is what it tastes like when people eat ass. So, I just... I don't like the taste of alcohol. I have a, a problem where... Let me rephrase. I don't taste alcohol yeah, yeah, yeah. like i guess alcoholism isn't one of the size of my family i don't I, that's what my fa- my parents never drank it because of it uh i, I just I, I never was brought up on drinking alcohol so like whenever i have had alcohol i just don't taste it yeah, yeah and it's like i could easily get drunk so i just i stay away from it but i'm a grown-ass woman i'm like you know what i'm gonna have some alcohol so all the basic bitches
0: don't about these white claws, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, fucking disgusting. I yeah. absolutely despise the taste of beer. Who the fuck was not going to tell me this is like beer? This is like a basic white bitch beer. Yeah, this isn't even like honestly. I just hate every type of beer. Yeah, but I don't know you and I. Anything? Well,
0: I, I mean, if if it was up to me, if we're just going to have a beer, I'd do some Dosakis. This like, is. But true. I'm not a drinker though. So you
1: guys i have i got one of those packs where it has like four different flavors like mango watermelon strawberry and black cherry i sipped the strawberry because i like strawberry and i was like oh my fucking god this is beer it basically if you guys have not had a white claw basically think of the cheapest nastiest beer but then add a little spritz of a fake aroma of whatever flavor you have like right now i have mango yeah and it's like, okay, nasty-ass beer going down my throat, and then it's like, do I smell mango? That's yeah. what it is.
0: It is what it tastes like. Like I said, I grew up around alcohol a lot. Uh, I'm not much on it. Uh, I'll have one from time to time.
1: You pillbillies like to get crazy.
0: Yeah, they do. Uh, I'll have one from time to time, but you could count on one hand how many uh, beers or how much alcohol I have in a year, if any. Uh, so yeah, just, I would, I, I would just mind don't in,
1: drink. No. But that one place you took me to in Prestonsburg,
0: yeah, there's a place in Prestonsburg called Lizzie Bees. Uh, called Lizzie Bees. Uh, I really like their uh, uh, tap beer. I guess is what it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: If you're gonna get beer, you might as well get it off the tap. Yeah. And it's like they would put it in these gauntlets. Yeah, like, yeah. A goblet. A goblet. That's yeah, a, yeah. A goblet. Um and. I just, I do not like the taste of beer. If I'm going That's to have fair. any form of alcohol, it has to be straight-up vodka yeah. or, or straight-up champagne. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a basic bitch that likes to add, like, something fruity to it. So, like, orange juice. So, the vodka one would be a screwdriver. And then the champagne with orange juice would be um, mimosa, I think. That's sure. what I had in Vegas when... Um,
0: for your birthday my
1: birthday yeah, yeah but that's another story of what happened you guys want to hear the story about when I got kicked out of Vegas almost because they thought I was underage but I was 23 <laughs> that's another time I have a crazy life guys
0: just in a movie and I'll just uh, in the alcohol discussion talking about yeah I'll do Dosakis or I'd like to try Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA so.
1: and I'd like to end this conversation by saying that yes I am a hypocrite and I'm drinking a little alcohol right now
0: yeah White Claw not very good not a big fan of it <laughs> So
1: let's
0: get to the story. Okay, okay. So Indianapolis, Indiana. So I looked up. We got a couple things to talk about here, and I think this first one you might really like. Have you ever heard of the Puck puckwoogie? No. What What would you think of a Wooji is if you heard that?
1: A Puck because It sounds like wedgie. That's funny. So I'm thinking something with cheeks and something with like a <laughs> duck beak. So, so like, like ass. So like a
0: sexy troll.
1: I was thinking, like, oh, my God, I I'd, mm, my ideal type, if I had to fuck a cryptid, it would right, be this. A so wooji. A wooji could clap these cheeks. All
0: right, you guys heard it. So the term wooji it's a word which roughly translates to small wild man of the woods who vanishes. Yeah. In native Wampanoag culture... And I'm sure I butchered that, but I always do, because I'm a hillbilly from eastern Kentucky.
1: You don't say. With that accent, I would never have guessed.
0: I know. No one No one would have ever guessed that, fathomed that ideal. So, it's a strange, troll-like little man said to be between two and three feet tall with pallid skin and blonde hair. The writings detailing sightings of these trolls go from the Native American days until fairly recently. So how do you feel about that so far?
1: Still turned on. Keep going.
0: All right, all right. <laughs> She likes to poke woogee, So they are most commonly sighted by frightened onlookers on the banks of the White River around Mound State Park. Onlookers should not fear, though, ancient writings by wampanoag people described the demeanor of the Puck to be a friendly trickster. So like little Loki's, you know.
1: Or I was thinking of the Irish heritage. The oh little,
0: um, leprechauns. Yeah, a little nodding. So these creatures. might be so these might be our leprechauns, the puck wooji Get a
1: little excited with that one. I
0: like that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, it's just it's, a white claw. It brings out the just um I,
0: the cryptid uh inquisitor.
1: Annoying. Yeah. I, I'm just so wise right <laughs> You're now. You're the
0: cryptid inquisitor. Uh, so no doubt it would be a little spooky to unexpectedly run across these. So according to legend, Pukwujis can appear and disappear at will. They can shapeshift, which is the most common form of this creature. It looks like a uh, porcupine from the back and, half, and a half-troll, half-human from the front and walks upright. And they lure people to their deaths and they use magic and they uh, launch poison arrows and they can create fire.
1: I mean, I sense no red flags right now. I'm
0: still swiping right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Native Americans believe that the Pukwudgies were once friendly little were once friendly to humans, but then they turned against them and their best just left alone. I
1: don't blame
0: them. The Pukwudgie, according to lore, a person who annoyed a Pukwudgie would be subject <laughs> to nasty tricks. Yeah, I would ignore it. I'd be like, "Get out of here, leave me alone." <laughs> or they would be subject to being followed by the Pukwudgie, who would cause trouble for them. Me. They are known to kidnap people, push them off cliffs, attack their victims with short knives and spears, and to use sand to blind their victims. Pukwujis are said to be the enemies of culture heroes Moshop and Granny Squanet. One story, like I said, I'm sure I'm but- I butcher native names, so. <laughs>
1: Granny Num Nums. <laughs>
0: Granny Num One story from uh, Wampanoag Folklore explains that they began causing mischief and tormenting the natives out of jealousy of the devotion and affection the natives had for Moshop, who eventually exiled them to different parts of North America. The Pukwujis have since been hostile to humans and took revenge by killing Moshop's five sons. Some variations even suggest that they killed Moshop himself. Is so, that a chief? I believe so. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Many, indigi- many indigenous... Oh my god, why am I saying that wrong? Many indigenous people have legends of the Pukwujis, but one of the most popular places to see them is at the Mound State Park in Anderson. These Pukwujis come from the legends of the Lenope, which is in Delaware, people who lived in uh, <clears throat> Indiana long before white settlers. The Pukwujis are said to be two to three feet tall, like goblins, and they lurk in the forests. They can transform in the animals, like I said. And let me see. So the... Uh, So, the Pukwujis of Indiana. There was an encounter by somebody named Startsman with the and It was in 1927 when he was only 10 years old. Startsman says that when he was hiking alone on a trail in the park, he suddenly saw a little man half his size. The little man had dull blonde hair that covered his head like a helmet, which left his round ears to protrude. Paul Startsman interviewed many Hoosiers who had encountered the Pukwujis in their lives. He chose to keep their identities anonymous because of skeptics, of course, and, you know, ridicule. Uh Ellis H. A- Elois or Ellis, I think it's Ellis H was one such person who was interviewed while living at a nursing home in Anderson, Indiana. She remembers playing alone in the park and was approached by a group of little people who seemed curious about her and what she was doing. She said that they had high pitched voices and they spoke a language that she could not understand. She experienced this again when she was older hiding alone nearby the woods. If you are take if you are talking or if you are taking an autumn like hike at mound state park and feel like you are being watched it just may be the puck woojis Ooh. so now this is what this is the part i wanted to bring to your attention okay. is in pop culture today harry potter fans might know the name puck wooji because of the house named after the creature at the uh ilver Monterey school of witchcraft and wizardry if you're not familiar with the harry potter world that's okay uh, eldermore th-
1: that's uh, That's it. the Hogwarts of America. Okay. okay. Uh,
0: this is the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them franchise and is based in North America. The Pukwudgie house, like that of a Gryffindor or a Slytherin, is a house students are sorted into based on attributes of their personality. So, uh,
1: whereas um, the big uh, Hogwarts uh, in England, it was bi- all the different houses were based off of animals such as like Gryffindor with the lion, yep. Slytherin with the snake hufflepuff with a badger and ravenclaw with a hawk
0: mm-hmm.
1: um those are all actual animals yeah the hogwarts if you will of Eldermore. America. called eldermore in america they're having cryptids as their house
0: i guess so because that is
1: so cool it is
0: it says the puck house represents the heart of witches and wizards and also favors healers okay and yeah it actually says here each house in this series is named after an american folklore character okay
1: i love that so much that's awesome because in england like i said it was actual real
0: legit uh, animals, legit
1: animals yeah. whereas the houses at this are hogwarts is cryptids i love it so much i want to do actually research to see if they have four houses and what are the cryptids they pick.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea we should do that and we can uh, do a little follow-up on the next episode and talk <sighs> about good. that so that was the puck mm-hmm. in anderson indiana um I I thought that was cool, and the main reason I chose it, because right now we're living in Indianapolis, and I was picking out things like that, and then I saw the Harry Potter connection. You're a huge Harry Potter fanatic, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this one to add into it. I'm not
1: trying to brag, guys, but I'm a Gryffindor.
0: She is. And
1: guess, guess what Nathaniel is.
0: Hufflepuff.
1: Uh, yeah Hufflepuff like, uh, <laughs> yeah. to be fair <laughs> to be fair Hufflepuff was always um, the goofy losers like if you're not one of the main you, like okay so Ravenclaw you're extremely intelligent so you're um, you're kind of uh, sorry <laughs> I guess the white claw is getting to me it's really getting but, to no, it like, so if you're not a part of Gryffindor or Slytherin or even Ravenclaw like you're just the leftover in Hufflepuff and that's kind of like how everyone thought of hufflepuff as the goofs the rejects the, the you basically are not talented but actually hufflepuff has a lot of dominant characters like when the goblet of fire came to um Hogwarts and it only comes once every hundred years. Yeah. It was a Hufflepuff chosen, not a Gryffindor, not a Slytherin, a Hufflepuff.
0: All four houses play their part.
1: Of course. So, and then even now with Fantastic Beasts, the main character, Newt Schmander, Hufflepuff. is Hufflepuff. So, awesome. be proud to be a Hufflepuff.
0: I am. That's why they call me Hufflepuff. So, okay. Yeah. All that information I just got about the Puck I got it from. Uh, I did cross-referencing with Wikipedia, but I got all of the primary information from indianahistory.org. dot So if you guys want to look at that and check that out,
1: puckwudgie just sounds like a platypus. Yeah, but w- but it's the American troll.
0: troll. It's the American troll. I'm glad you pointed that out. I love yeah. or American leprechaun. Yeah, American it is leprechaun. like American leprechaun. So I, I, up f- to mischief. Fucking love that. I think that's awesome. So our second our second cryptid before we get to the main event is the Crosley Monster. Crosley. Crosley, Indiana. So, we're a couple hours away from this, actually. The Crosley Monster is uh, a gigantic bipedal beast. And reports date back to 2006. So, this is a fairly new one. So, intriguingly, sightings of this large, hairy humanoid creature walking on two legs were documented also. Not just in 2006. So, i correct myself. As of recently. As
1: of 2006. Yes,
0: as of recently. But 1839, 1860, and again in 1937 and 1976. So... This creature is essentially going to be this area's version of uh, Momo, uh, the Boggy Creek monster, you know. So Bigfoot. Yeah, Sasquatch. It's said to stand about eight feet tall with long matted hair, as always, covering its body, sharp yellow teeth. It is unknown what the animal could be, but it has terrified the town of Crosley more than once over the centuries. So... What do you think about all these different Bigfoots that exist throughout the United States, and they have their own name, and they also have their own aspects and features?
1: I believe in Bigfoot, 100%. I've had Bigfoot encounters before, so honestly i think it's cool it's unique yes. it, it's just like every culture has a different name for god yeah. you know like yeah we all yeah worship the same god well there's all the same cryptids with yeah. different names
0: and i do believe that there are different races of sasquatch some are bigger some are more aggressive well
1: just as um there's different uh, species of bear yeah, yeah. like black they, bear uh,
0: brown bear grizzly uh, uh
1: Arctic bear Yeah polar bears, polar bears yeah. yeah I think that they Just are all panda. suited for, oh, <laughs> I'm a panda yeah, Definitely you,
0: you definitely Which those were Considered to be cryptids Too up until the last century
1: Yes I mentioned that yes, Previously did. in you another did. episode We
0: did we, yeah. did we did cover that
1: But yeah So just as they adapt To different Like environments Like some are in Like the sand environment yeah. Some are in the swamp environment, yeah. some, are the swamp environment yeah. some are in the freezing cold environment Like Momo yeah So yeah I believe They all have mutated To uh, fit their, their environment, environment
0: That evolution Yeah yes. hell yeah I love that um, Jennings County in Indiana is reported to be the alleged location of a bizarre type of animal known as the Crosley Monster. Makes Sounds me th- like Cropsy. That's what I was about to say. It makes me think of Cropsey. We're on the same wavelength. It is described as being half human, half ape. It's the Hoosier. Hoosier. Bigfoot. The creature has only been sighted twice more than a decade ago, but... Both sightings occurred in the Crosley Fish and Wildlife Area of Jennings County. So in July of 2006, four boys were fishing late one night at Harrison Pond, located within the Crosley Fish and Wildlife Area, when they came across a most terrifying sight. There were some discrepancies in each of the boys' accountings of the event, but the creature was reported by the four young men to be at least seven feet tall. Damn. <laughs> its eyes were glowing either yellow, yellow, orange, or red. Don't you love like, all these cryptids that we've talked about, all the different mothmen or... Uh, the dog monsters or whatever. Yeah, they're, they have like, these they're glowing-
1: like Sith lords. Yeah, yeah like they've yeah. gone to the fucking dark yeah, side. They- and now you know someone's a bad guy when they have those eyes. Yeah,
0: those glowing ass eyes. It's
1: like just like in Disney when there's green flames. It's like, I wonder who's the bad guy. <laughs> green. And <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: then in, 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 in Star Wars world, uh, when their eyes turn. <sighs> you know, and Jar Jar Binks had those eyes from the get-go. All
0: right. he's are going to finish, right? Me's a Yeah. yeah. That's funny. God, you're
1: so fucking weird. <laughs> I know.
0: So, though it was dark, they said the creature was covered with matted black fur and was, uh, you know, ape-like in appearance. The creature, however, behaved in a hostile manner, violently shaking tree limbs when it saw the boys approaching. It then dropped to all fours and chased after them. In that, you know, like like a monkey, like a gorilla monkey fashion, you know, the creature pursued them for some quite I don't some know time. Why it's funny because it's terrifying. You see a seven foot Sasquatch monkey monster, and it drops to all fours and starts chasing you. <laughs> I'd
1: be shitting and running at the same time. Hell
0: yeah! So it followed them out of the woods before disappearing into a cornfield. Granted, it was not out, which made it impossible for a more detailed description of this unknown animal. So that was sighting one of this and the second sighting was actually reported by one of the four boys who was present during the first encounter weeks after that incident he was hunting squirrels in the woods of the same area with a 12-gauge shotgun one evening when the same or one of similar appearance creature appeared the beast allegedly displayed more hostile aggressive behavior circling around the youth then dropping to all four limbs to chase him for at least three miles before retreating in the woods why the boy didn't use his weapon on the creature remains unclear. He's probably afraid, and he's a boy. That's my my guess, you know. He was undoubtedly terrified by the presence of this bizarre creature, but perhaps it's for the best that he didn't. According to one more obscure story about this monster, this alleged monster, from October of 2011, there was a man from Crosley who in 1958 went around wearing a Bigfoot costume and would jump out to scare people driving through the area. This man was never named, and it comes from a secondhand source, but perhaps... That is why there haven't been any sightings since the second incident reported in '06.
1: Likely story sounds that, like a cover up.
0: That's what I think. I believe in the cross. Also, monster. that sounds
1: like something you would do. It does not as a cover up, but as being a dick, like oh, around. Oh, I'd to love to fuck people. around, and scare yeah. people.
0: Like I think it'd be awesome. I've had this ideal going back to my home of uh, Pikeville, Kentucky, and not letting anybody know, and purchasing one of these badass Sasquatch costumes, and <laughs> just like fucking around, fucking footballs. around in the woods. And stuff, and then we start gaining notoriety of our own Sasquatch, and then I show up as the urban legend hunter, and I'm like, I'm gonna find this. Thing. <laughs> you know? Talk
1: about people thinking that you really are uh, the urban legend. Yeah, yeah, I'm living
0: my gimmick. You know,
1: It'd be easy to fool
0: them. So that was, uh, let me see the uh, the. So people think that maybe it's somebody in a Bigfoot costume trying to scare people in the area. Oh, shit.
1: That's just the concept. who decided
0: to call it quits afterward. Yeah, I I don't believe that. I think people have done things like that. You know, spooking people and fucking around. There's been proof yeah. of people doing that shit. But I think the Sasquatches, they move from place to place.
1: Tunnel system. Underground tunnel
0: system, interdimensional beings, whatever it is. They move from place to place. And, you know, some will stay at a place for a while. And some will, they'll hit it and quit it, you know. So,
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was the Crosley monster and then the Pokwuji of, you know, Indiana. So... Um, What are your thoughts on the Crosley monster?
1: I like the hit it and quit
0: it. So yeah, like, you like that? That's what yeah. i I'm on in and out.
1: You know, he sounded like a solid six, but now he's a solid 10.
0: Ah, nice. so there you go, <laughs> Crosley.
1: I believe that he was real and someone, some locals were either in on it and trying to just be like, no, see, it was just like the old kook, like, dressing yep. up,
0: so. Yeah, cause a lot of people don't want that type of notoriety to a place. Like, it really genuinely pisses them off. Like, I get the idea of, like, a serial killer in your hometown. Like, we don't want to be known for that.
1: Speaking of. Uh-oh. No, um back in eastern Kentucky where Nathaniel is from in the Appalachian Mountains. I'm talking, it's a rural area. Like, just now, they... I've uh, have, have started to get like a Buffalo Wild Wings And a Walmart Supercenter It's like really yeah, a small, it's, uh, small town two,
0: It's two hours from Lexington, Kentucky well, Two hours from Huntington,
1: West Virginia the Ever since the 90s For the past like 30 years There's been slowly different women going missing Especially recently And yeah. Nathaniel and I have been keeping tabs. tabs on it We think there's a serial killer there
0: So I think not stray too far from the path I want to hit on this Sorry, for a while No, no, you know, no, you're yeah. good No, we're We're about to talk about a serial killer It's the main event of this episode um i'm coming up with uh information and theories and stuff what i think's going on there i do think the potential and the possibility of something like a serial killer or human trafficking which could lead into sex trafficking as well i think those are you know organ organ harvesting whatever i think that's possible but i also think too there are so many incidents that go on there with uh uh, from like the one episode we did on uh, season one with uh, from hellyer to Hopkinsville and those goblins, uh, w- which is the extraterrestrials, and you and I saw a spaceship, you know, crash back in two thousand thirteen. Um, I think there's something going on there with the cave systems. Uh, it could be creatures. Whether it is the, uh, um, well, I forget the uh, Sasquatch name in Kentucky, what they call it, the Yahoo, I think is what it was called. I can't remember. Uh, but i think it's a combination or one or the other if it's not human trafficking and a serial killer it's a possibility of cryptids slash extraterrestrials taking these people like what do you think
1: i'm just insulted they didn't take me
0: (laughs) i don't know man terrifying i'd I'd be absolutely terrified so now to the
1: oh yeah by got, the way we got a we got neighbor a new, i
0: love that we get quiet yeah. when we say this we oh my a, god we got a neighbor I don't know upstairs if you, i don't know if
1: you guys just heard this but uh, a young gentleman just moved why am i still whispering do you think he can hear me uh,
0: probably not okay
1: well let's uh, just make sure you he can't hear me all right so a neighbor just moved in upstairs guys talk just
0: a little louder <laughs> okay so should i talk there okay right
1: right let me just say this in a whisper he only comes out at night and granted he could work night shift but we think he's a serial killer yeah, we do. We, like, literally hear thumping all the time, this drill and shit. And like I'm some just, Jeffrey
0: Dahmer shit like, going on. I, I
1: am telling you, this motherfucker's a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: well, let's get off That's Sunday. awesome. All right, all right. So, speaking of serial killers, this is a good transition. This is a good lead into it, our main event.
1: <laughs> but I don't know if you guys heard that thump. That's why we got off Sunday. Yeah, there was
0: a big thump when we got quiet, so that's why we did that. <laughs> so, uh, which, again, great transition. Our main event, like okay. I said, we're in Indianapolis, Indiana. I looked up local cryptids, but I also looked up Indianapolis, had a serial killer that was active, I think, I don't know if it was 70s, I will say here when I say, but he was definitely 80s up until the 90s, something like that, and we're actually, where we live at here in Indianapolis, you and I are 20 minutes from his killing grounds.
1: Okay, so just 10 miles then. Yeah, <laughs>
0: essentially, like not very far. His name was Herbert Richard Herb Bowmeister.
1: Okay, so German?
0: Yes, of course. He was an American serial killer from the suburban Westfield, Indiana, outside of Indianapolis. He was the founder of the successful thrift store chain Save-A-Lot in Indiana. Holy
1: shit. Yes. He was a rich bitch.
0: I guess he was. So, he was the oldest of four children. Bowmeister's childhood was evidently normal. By the onset of adolescence, however, he began exhibiting... Antisocial behavior, which a lot of serial killers do, unless you're John Wayne Gacy or the fucking BTK. I love how some killers they have this antisocial shit, like Ed Gein, uh Jeffrey Dahmer. But then you have but other are
1: introvert or extrovert. Yeah,
0: but then you have other ones like fucking Bundy. John Wayne Gacy, are, BTK, ooh, really out of their way. They're involved in politics and law and everything. I so
1: f- I feel like those are more narcissistic
0: people. They are. They love to be the damn the center of it. I mean, up until the day they, you know, get killed with you know, lethal injection or, or electric chair or whatever is going to kill them. They're cocky up until that last day. You know. Yeah. So he began exhibiting antisocial behavior. Acquaintance later, acquaintances later recalled the young bowmeister playing with dead animals, and urinating on a teacher's desk. Okay, That's so, hot. That's, that's wild. As a teenager, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, but he did not receive any further psychiatric treatment. As an adult, he drifted through a series of jobs, kind of like me, <laughs> marked by a strong... Well,
1: family would love that. <laughs> yeah, I know. We knew it. Yep. Killer. He's going to
0: kill people. I've had the same job for over six years. So, Marked by a strong work ethic, but he also... By more and increasingly bizarre behavior So 1971 he got married A union that produced three children He then found Save-A-Lot Chain in 1988 And quickly became an affluent well-liked member Of the community
1: So he's the founder of Save-A-Lot or he's one of the investors To like a store like you
0: Founder from the Save-A-Lots up here I don't know if it's the same ones that we were used to down in Kentucky I'm not sure you know uh, I don't know if that's... Like, a, if I had a million dollars, I could go start a McDonald's. Yeah, I
1: yeah. I own McDonald's. Yeah, well,
0: this, it said this was a thrift store, so it must be something completely different than, okay. like, the, the, the... No, 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 you're good, because I thought the same thing. Yeah. Um, Virgil Vandegrift is a professional private investigator in Indianapolis. He, uh... Wait a minute. Let's skip that. No, 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 no. Okay, so that's right. He is a retired major crime investigator from the Marion County Sheriff's Department. He communicated with Mary Wilson on an invest on an investigator with the Indianapolis Police Department, the two detectives began investigating the disappearances of gay, the disappearances of gay men in the area in the early 1990s. Gay men, gay men. Okay,
1: I didn't understand your accent first.
0: Sorry, sorry. Let me. I'll repeat it just in case nobody else did. The two detectives began investigating disappearances of gay men in the area in the early 1990s. Both convinced the crimes were related. So in 93, they were contacted by a man claiming that a gay bar patron calling himself Brian Smart had killed a friend of his and had attempted to kill him. The detectives told him to contact them in case he ever saw the man again. So in November of 95 he called them and supplied the man's license plate, and after they checked the license registry, Vandergriff and Wilson discovered that Brian Smart was actually her Bowmeister So <clears throat> I gave you, you know, Baumeister's stuff in the beginning yeah. and then the detective stuff. So, Wilson approached Bollmeister, and he told him he was a suspect and had disappearances and asked to search his house. When Bollmeister refused, she confronted his wife, Julie, who also forbade police to search the house. But in June of 96, however, she became sufficiently frightened by her husband's mood swings and erratic behavior that after filing for divorce, she consented to a search. So, she sold him out after that. Can't blame her. The search conducted while Bollmeister was on vacation. Hell, Yeah. Yielded the remains of 11 men
1: Holy shit, in his house?
0: Yes, only four were ever identified Panicked, Bollmeister Escaped to Ontario where he committed suicide At Pioneer Provincial Park Provincial Park In his suicide note, he described his failing marriage and business As a reason for killing himself He did not confess to the murders Of the seven men found in his backyard In addition to the murders What a
1: fucking coward Yeah,
0: a little bitch, isn't he? In addition to the murders at his estate, Bowmeister is also strongly suspected of killing nine more men, the bodies of whom were found in rural areas along the corridor of Interstate 70 in Indiana and Ohio between Indianapolis and Columbus. Jesus. Julie Bowmeister told authorities that her husband made as many as 100 business trips to Ohio on what he said was store business. And then the media coverage of all this, A&E Network did a television series. Really? Yeah, and just things like that. So that is the story of, I think they called him the I-70 killer. Bowmeister.
1: Now, I wonder if he was going after like male prostitutes where they weren't, be able, weren't able to identify these young men.
0: I think he was just going after gay men where he was.
1: And a lot of people probably were still
0: were still in the closet. I we, mean, we're talking about Redneck control. Well, you're talking about the early the 90s. This wasn't.
1: Is, didn't it start in the seventies. Uh,
0: this is the eighties and nineties. Yeah. So you're talking about the eighties and nineties. Those and
1: poor babies, th- just like you know, just experience like expressing their sexuality, just to be killed by a sick bastard. And yeah, I somebody if that's he preying fu- upon that. I wonder if he fucked them and was a closeted homosexual. And yeah, I wonder if he was just suppressed and. Like, there's so much unspoken...
0: I believe he was a bisexual man, is what was so going believe on. he was
1: bisexual? He believe, wasn't just, like...
0: Yeah, I believe he was a bisexual man that is... Yeah, I mean, you gotta think, because, like, you compare him... Okay, so John Wayne Gacy was closeted, but, you know, technically considered bisexual. He reproduced children and things like that. But yeah. he was more interested in men than he was his wife. Yeah. So, you have, like, these... Comp-
1: man, I wonder what his wife thought. Like, okay, she was just with this guy, as far as we know. Had married, had kids... Then he became extremely abusive, so she got out. And then just to find out, he was actually a gay man, or a bisexual, and he was was well, not, only she, not only was killing... He, yeah,
0: not only was he cheating on her with men, but, but he's murdering, murdering
1: them on and their
0: estate.
1: How did she not... Do they have a big farm or yeah, something? Yeah, it's called Fo-
0: it's, uh, Fox Hollow Road, and it's like, I think a few acres or something like that.
1: I just feel like, no discredit towards her, but you're fucking dumb. Like, there's like... Hey. I, maybe my intuition is too witchy, but, like, I, I feel like I would know. Like- Some
0: people see what they want to see. And, like, you can do the same thing with Gacy. Like, he had a wife, and she had no idea. Like, she knew he was sleeping with these young boys, but she didn't know he was burying these bodies underneath their crawlspace.
1: space. So she stayed with him even though he was fucking other people?
0: She did for a while, and then she had enough. Yeah. So... This was the story of Bullmeister, and the comparisons to like him, Dahmer, and Gacy, they're there. I had never heard of him. I feel um, like
1: if he didn't commit suicide, and a lot of his secrets were more better exposed, and he went on trial, I feel like he'd be more popular.
0: You're right. I think so. I think because there was there's like this big boom of uh, serial killer popularity from like the 60s all the way up to the early 2000s.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of him, but it definitely would have been more popular if he didn't. And just... Uh, You know, uh, mental health is, just a side note, guys, mental health is very serious, and if you ever want to commit self-harm, there are hotlines, just reach out, reach out to me or Nathaniel, because you're not a coward if you want to, you know, off yourself, but uh, this guy was an evil, disgusting person that... instead of facing justice for the innocent lives he took he decided just to take his life in his own hands which was made him a coward
0: instead of taking accountability he just took his life yeah so
1: so i respect mental health but fuck that guy
0: yeah fuck him and uh yeah he's a piece of shit man preying on preying on you know gay men at bars and bars and stuff especially at a time like that that's how dahmer was able to get away with it is i mean he was caught several times and he was still able to get away with it because homosexuality made these people they looked down on it and it made them feel uncomfortable so um do you have any closing thoughts or anything you want to add to like we talked about two cryptids based out of uh indiana and then we talked about the i think he was the i-70 serial killer
1: um indiana's pretty boring so i guess this made that state a little more interesting
0: (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong at all um yeah, this was uh something I was like, okay, Indiana's got to have something. I
1: will tell you this. I do not know if I mentioned this on our podcast, but I almost got abducted the other day.
0: Tell us so about it. So,
1: I was in Indianapolis, like I pulled in straight, like facing the gas station. I pulled up not to a gas pump, but straight up to the doors to, you know, just to walk in. It's broad daylight. And I I went in to get, um, I think, a C4 energy drink for the gym or something. Yeah,
0: I think it's what you were doing. So,
1: um, I go in and I, you know, get catcalled by different worker guys, whatever. (laughs) It's normal. If you have a vagina and you walk around a gas station, it happens. Let
0: me see them boobies.
1: Yeah, basically. It's like, let me whip them out for you boys. (laughs) Uh, So, (laughs) I think they would scream if I did that. So, anyway. So, I walk in, and then when I come out, um, I hear this guy, like, saying, hey, baby, whatever. It was like, hey, gorgeous, like, whatever he was saying. And I just ignored him, got in the vehicle. And I noticed it wasn't one of the workers that was catcalling me when I was walking in. It was actually this well-dressed business guy looking. And he was in a, what is it called? A SUV, like a blacked-out, yeah, yeah. tinted window SUV. Something like the FBI drops. Yeah. Really nice vehicle. He pulls in right behind me so i can't back out like literally i i can't move i can't even like try to pivot out he got he has me pinned yeah and i have no other choice but to roll down my window Yeah, and i'm like i'm literally gonna get abducted to to some sex trade or uh, human trafficking right here in indianapolis and And I just look at him, and it just turned out to be just a typical guy, like, just, you know, trying to ask for my number. Yeah, just trying to get get them digits. He's trying to clap these cheeks.
0: Yeah. Hey, tell that.
1: so that was my uh, almost getting sex trafficked story that scared
0: me. Also tell him the story when you went to the gym real early in the morning, and that person was standing by the dumpster.
1: I filmed that. If you guys follow me on Facebook, and I still have it on my phone, Um, so my dumbass... goes to the gym at like 4 a.m all by myself and there's no one in the parking lot and i look over my shoulder and just a couple like in the same parking lot it's the back of a building like tj maxx (laughs) or something and there's just like a single spotlight over a dumpster and there's someone just standing there like a stranger things
0: music starts blowing like
1: literally just standing there straight up in just the complete outline of like a six foot man. <laughs> so I was like, God damn, what if he like, you know, I was thinking like you would name, yeah. what if he like started running towards me? Like, Rarrr. he dropped
0: on all fours like the Sasquatch.
1: <laughs> oh, well, if he sort of like running at me like a, a cheetah, I would screw that. You I have to would, charge
0: him to throw no, him off. I, his I'd, game. Run, I'd be, <laughs>
1: well, this is the setup. So planet fitness has different hours now. It's not 24 hours every day anymore. Damn, so since COVID, so this was actually a Monday morning when, okay. So on the weekend, they're only open seven to seven. So on Monday, they're just opening up at, let's say it was like 5 a.m or four 30, they're going to be opening up so i was chancing that the yeah. doors were not going to be open and i was <laughs> yeah. like god fucking damn it i'm That's so fucking awesome. dumb yeah so i walk up to the doors and thank god they're open they had just opened and i i walk in i was like okay i didn't get abducted i forgot my water bottle outside my gym bottle my shaker bottle yeah, you did I was like, "Oh man, I gotta go back out there. Yep. So I go back out there. That motherfucker's still there. It's been 30 minutes. Cause you know, of course I go potty, I go pee pee, I go get set up my locker and I notice I don't have my shaker bottle. So 30 minutes later, that motherfucker's still there and yep. no one's in the parking lot. And I swear to God, the person's facing me now. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> so I film it just in case something happens yeah. to me, like Facebook live. Hello. Yeah. And I swear to God, I went back and then I locked up the vehicle start walking back in i'm about halfway back to the door and then i'm like fuck did i lock the vehicle
0: that's awesome and i
1: have to or i did i shut my door or roll up the window like i was like i have to go back out so for the third time my dumb ass goes back out there and it's like please kill me (laughs) and (laughs) so i i I lived i survived and then when it was like dark out you know like at 4 a.m it's still dark out so when i was done working out and it's like eight in the morning or whatever it's bright and there's no sign of that guy
0: damn dude so that would freak either, me out man. it was
1: either a zombie a homeless person or a ghost Ooh. it could have been a spirit could have been I genuinely thought it was someone that was working in that building like maybe what it's it was a
0: stalker from Cincinnati
1: Guys, I had stalkers. Like, I'm too ADHD for this. I had stalkers in Come Cincinnati. In I had a stop. You guys know me. The ones that have been following me. I used to go sexy gym time. You know, I used to be in gimmick as the Dahlia online. Yeah, we used to always do that. We used that. to always check into places, especially the gym. People started showing up at my gym. I'm talking, there was a married couple that was there, a man and woman that wanted to fuck me. Like, I'm just like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not a swinger or whatever you guys are into. Um, this one guy uh dm'd me it's like hey uh, i saw you at the gym can i get a photo with you can I have your autograph yeah he and it's did, like yeah. it just these people genuinely like followed me there was this one guy <laughs> that was begging to take me on a taco date he's like tacos let's go and it's like is that a fat joke yeah, like dude, and i just ignored him and i always call him the taco he guy relax at all. well there was one day i had an anxiety attack in the gym and i went to the vehicle and you were still working out and as i was in the vehicle just talking to one of my girlfriends and i was just you know like just being chill or whatever that taco guy walked storming out storming out got in the vehicle like hit his steering wheel and pulled out and i was like that was that taco guy so that day never
0: saw him again never
1: saw him again so that day that the taco guy showed up at the gym i think he was going to do something to me and thank god i had a panic attack that day and i was out of the gym or I think something would have happened.
0: Man, that's some spooky shit.
1: I have a weird fucking. She life. does, and that's
0: why I wanted you to talk about that. So that's cool. There's man.
1: a lot of weird things. I, I honestly do not know how I have not been killed. Like when I was a little girl, this guy came in my grandma's yard and tried to, tried to, to kidnap me. Yep. Like there's so much. She's shit had that's it. She's
0: been through the wire. And
1: listen, I she, am a body with a body. All that's right, it. I, I that's just it. She
0: is. She no. wears she wears them thongs. Man,
1: I am joking. <laughs> I am ugly.
0: <laughs> all right, we're going to wrap it up. Do you have anything you want to conclude? with about the Puckwooji or the Crosley Monster or Mr. Bollmeister
1: <laughs> Well, I had a, a German um, conductor teacher yeah. named Bonstreiger, so you think he
0: knew Bollmeister?
1: I don't know, maybe they were cousins. Uh, no, I, I believe that all these cryptids existed. I believe that serial killer's a little pussy.
0: Yes, he is. He and is. also,
1: fuck White Claws.
0: There we go. So you got it straight from the Dahlia's mouth. You know that she loves White Claws. You know she <laughs> loves Puck Woojies. And she's not a fan of Mr. Bowmeister. So, appreciate you guys. Sorry this episode's a little late. Um, just dropping some Indianapolis knowledge on you. If you can't help it, don't move here. I'm just saying that. So
1: <laughs> $300 electric bill. Yeah. Fuck you guys. I'm so, moving.
0: This was another episode of Wrestling with the Abnormal and the Paranormal. Be careful. Watch out for the Crosley Monster. Watch out for the Puck- Actually, you know what? The puck you are not so bad. But, uh, yeah, maybe if you encounter a Bowmeister-
1: You You can get Nate's Cheeks.
0: Ooh, just like that. All right, guys. We appreciate you, as always. We look forward to dropping another episode. And thanks for always hanging out with us.
1: Mango White Claw smells like ass.
0: Oh, it does. Mm-hmm.